Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 87, looking at Deuteronomy 21 and 22, and then John chapter 16, the first 15 verses, and then we finish off with Psalm 37. As we look into Deuteronomy, I want to pick up in the latter half of chapter 22, as I feel the standard of God noted in this chapter is extremely relevant in our day. That is not to say chapter 21 is not relevant, rather I am drawn to pull out the lessons of chapter 22. Consider verse 5. The holy standard of God is to see cross-dressing as a sin. The indication we're getting is a man is a man and a woman is a woman. In this verse we are reminded of Genesis and the fact that God created male and female. We then move into verse 13 onwards in looking at sexual immorality. Let me first be clear, something that stands out in this passage is that God has an expectation that pre-marriage the couple are to be virgins. Sexual relationships are reserved for marriage. Further to this, anyone who proactively seeks a sexual relationship, whether when they're single or when they're betrothed, God sees this as sin. What we read in these verses is that sexual union in a marriage should remain in that marriage and not be found anywhere else. This is clearly contrary to what our society accepts, yet the people of God are to be counter-cultural. Christian marriages are to reflect Christ. They are to be holy and set apart. There is beauty in a God-honouring marriage, but there is also destruction in sexual activity outside of this union. Now we head into our New Testament passage and we're continuing with Jesus speaking to his disciples in the upper room. Remember it started in chapter 14 after Jesus declared to his disciples that he would be leaving them. They clearly were distressed, but Jesus now in this long passage stretching into chapter 17 shows them why it's necessary for all to come to pass. Today we understand that if Jesus goes away, by which we mean his crucifixion, resurrection and ascension, then the Holy Spirit will be given. And the Holy Spirit is described as a helper. And notice the two things Jesus said the Holy Spirit would come and do. Firstly, he would convict the world. He will guide hearts and minds to consider their life, their sin and who they are before King Jesus. And note this, successful evangelism is only possible if the Spirit does the work. The second thing though the Spirit will do is guide believers in Christ into all truth. In other words, the Spirit will guide us to the Word of God and to honour the Word that we read. So two things, convict and guide to the answer. I think it particularly interesting that in many Christian circles these two elements are not talked about. They want the showy spirit with all the signs and the wonders. However, here Jesus is promising the quiet and behind the scenes work of the spirit to convict hearts to follow the word of God. What about you? Do you recognise the spirit working in your life? Are you aware of that gentle guidance? Are you aware that conviction is not guilt, rather the spirit leading you toward Jesus? I would encourage you to be open to the spirit working in your life today. Finally, we have Psalm 37. At the start of Psalm 37, David is reminded to not be concerned with evildoers. It is not that he should ignore them, but rather they should not rock his faith in God. Instead, response to evildoers by trusting in the Lord, by delighting in the Lord, by committing your ways to the Lord, by being still before the Lord. When your eyes see evil, it is important to lift up your eyes and place them on Jesus. For it is in Jesus we find assurance and security of our salvation. Throughout this whole chapter, one thing is clear. Evildoers and those who are wicked toward others will never win in the end. It might feel they are winning. 
or at the very least making life uncomfortable, but in the end they will stand before the Lord and have to give an account for their actions. Do not fret, God will deal with evil most severely. Rather than fretting, hold on to your salvation with joy and with deep conviction. God is with the righteous, he is with his faithful children. Keep going in the faith and fight the good fight. Let's finish by praying together. Father, we do praise you for Jesus, because in Jesus we know we have salvation. Father, we praise you for the Spirit, because in the Spirit we know we have guidance to obey you and to live a life of purity before you. Father, we pray that the Spirit would help our marriages be loving and our marriages be holy as a set-apart union that you have created for us. Father, we pray the Spirit would help us recognise that evildoers will not win in the end and we are to fix our eyes on Jesus. Father, we pray we would be open to the Spirit's work in our hearts, in our minds, in our ways today and we pray that we would be ambassadors for you today, fully set apart, holy and loving you in all our actions. We pray this in the wonderful and glorious name of Jesus. Amen.